From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the, money. follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL on this playoffs. New customers can bet $5 on any team and pocket 200 and free bets instantly. Download the app and use code VSIN when you sign up. Available to play in select states. Got to be 21. DraftKings.com for full details. Here we go. Wednesdays with the Maestro. Mike Palm joins the program, VP of Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Happy February. Good morning to Cape Cod, Massachusetts, our loyal Nesson family. Kiwani, Illinois. Peekaboo, Marquis. We see you. Windsor, Ontario, just across from Detroit. Listening on Roger Sportsnet, we had a couple folks from Windsor here last week. Elwood City, Pennsylvania, in the Pittsburgh area, listening on AT&T. And City of Industry, California, Sunrise Over Spectrum. Your reaction today to the news, and we play the audio. We're going to do it again for you here in a minute. But before you hear it, uh, just when you heard the news today that Tom Brady is calling it quits, and this time it appears to be for real. I'm happy for him. I, I think it's time. It was painful to watch that Monday night wildcard game against Dallas. Uh, yeah. And, and where is he going to go and all this? Uh, he probably should have retired one year earlier, but, you know, no matter how you slice and dice the numbers, he's the best, the best of all time. You cannot make an argument for anyone else. No, that's the thing, right? No. You cannot. You cannot. Nope. I mean, for one game, I might want Montana. If it's one game, but as a career, as a quarterback, nobody did it better than Brady. You know, in the NBA, people are pushing for LeBron. They have been for many, many years, right? And I got so sick of the whole LeBron-MJ 
argument. This is five, six years ago now. I was like, come up with something new, would you please? Um, but, you know, people are going to go to war with LeBron. People are still going to go to war with MJ. There, There is absolutely no discussion in the NFL. None. Well, there can't be. I mean, you said it very well earlier. He was the best of all time twice. Think about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either 10-year span makes sense. He, he, no one's playoff statistics can compare <laughs> to that. It's <laughs> no, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. We, so, we were just kicking this around, too. If Rodgers leaves the NFC, I mean, who... who well, stop or, with the Kyler Murray might be one of them. Stop it already. We're, we're going too oh, far trust there. Me, no, no, nobody... Uh, I can't... I think Kyler Murray stinks. He does... He can't say he's... But The question is, how, how many quarterbacks in the AFC would be number one or two in the NFC? Maybe seven or eight? There's a long That's list. That's the way to yeah. put it. I okay. mean, Hurts... But he has proven it only one year, right? Hurts. So you'd put Hurts one. I guess you'd have to argue Dak's number two. So that gives you the state of the NFC. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, think right. about that. <laughs> Just led the league in interceptions and missed five <laughs> games. Right? The OC oh. fire. Now, Big Michael helped with the play calling. Oh, my God. How well, about how, this? How, how about Kellen Moore to the Chargers? <laughs> yes, right. That's even <laughs> right. Uh, but you think they'd like to have that do-over? You get rid yeah. of Staley, you hire Peyton, and then you avoid Moore, too? I mean, the Chargers butchered this as well. I'm not in love with Greg Olson, like a lot of people. But Greg Olson is getting ready to call a Super Bowl on Fox. And now he's going to, after the game, he's going to, likely, he's going to get demoted. Because then that's going to be Brady with Burkhart coming in, as Brady now has the huge Fox deal. Can they make the move quickly? Can they have Brady call the Super Bowl? (laughs) Be like Drew Brees, just throw him in there. Throw him in there. (laughs) Said that earlier, imagine that. Hey, Greg, it's been a lot of fun. You did a superb job in your first year, but, uh, you know, Brady's available now, so we'll see you later, pal. (laughs) Hit the bricks. Uh, How do you think he's going to do? Things have really changed on Romo here. Yeah, well, a lot of hate on Romo, yes, isn't that's there? Right. My timeline on Twitter is oh, filled with everything bad. Romo says every week. What was the Drexler Jordan thing? I, uh, what was he trying to do there? I don't know what he was doing. It, no, I think the comparison there was he. A lot of people pointed out that Drexler was right there with Jordan. Could have been the best player in the NBA if no. the Blazers won. No, no, pe- no. Pe- people did say that. Oh, come on. Who oh, say? Oh, people said that year, Paul. You don't remember that 1992? If the Blazers won the the title, oh my that Drexler could have taken the mantle from Jordan. I, and people I, are people were saying the same thing about Burrow for Mahomes. And you know how people react. If Burrow would have defeated Mahomes on Sunday, people would be saying Burrow's the best quarterback that, in football. No, that is true. Yes, it is. I, I don't I don't recall ever people saying that anyone was even close to Jordan. Oh, that people thought Drexler dre- was right there. Oh my God. Yeah, bro. I don't recall that either. Yeah. Yep. Maybe in an All Star ballot one year. You you know, the, here's the thing about Mahomes in that comparison. He's been the quarterback in a home game in a, in a conference championship four times already in a five-year career. No one's ever done that. And you first, I mean, think about that. To be the number one seed or to be the two seed and somebody gets knocked out. So this thing is you just can't bet against him. That's really hard. Yeah, and Brady, but Brady made 10. He made 10. Rodgers made I, I one. Think, I think yeah. about that. 10, and they could, they should have probably beat the Giants, both of them. Right. Uh, it wasn't his fault they lost to Philadelphia. And how no. about the year they, that screwy game and they had to go and play at Denver and they sacked them like 20 times. Right. They, pro- they probably were the best team yeah. that year as well, yeah. the, the Gus- Manning year. Goskowski huh? missed an extra point. Yeah. They cost lost on the home field. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how about the Colts game? They blew, how big was that lead that happened? 21-3. Rashad yep. Caldwell, wide yeah. open, drops it. I he could have won that game. I will point out they probably could have lost. They should have lost to the Falcons. Seattle. Should have lost to Seattle. Yeah. Right. There's yeah. two right out of the gate. Vinatieri so with a cup, right? Yeah. Rams game either way. 
First first Rams Super right, Bowl. Right. Remember Madden when they got the ball back with two minutes yes! left? They, what are they doing? They, <laughs> this is a rookie quarter. What yeah. are they doing? Take I disagree Pat. with this. Pat, you got to take a knee and <laughs> yeah. go to overtime, Pat. Think, think about that, yeah. how football has changed. Yeah. Two, I don't know. Two minutes here. Is yeah. there enough time to go? Now it's like 15 seconds. Please. We're good to go. <laughs> yeah. So, again, this was uh, this is less than an hour ago, actually, folks. Tom Brady announced his retirement today on social media. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first, so I uh, won't be long-winded. Like you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year, so I uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors, uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. A year ago today, that's when the Schefter news broke. And he got out in front of Brady. And Brady was not happy with that. And so fast forward to today, and now he's going to make it official. Well, I love the best line here was I used up my emotional retirement mm-hmm. last year. I think the divorce plays a factor in this as well. You know, being yeah. going to the booth now gives him a lot more free time to be with his kids. And I think that he considered that heavily in making this decision, along with, you know, his skill set. But, you know, I predicted three years ago that he couldn't hang on at this level, right? When he went to Tampa Bay, no one's beaten Father Time. He's the only one that did it. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, really? <laughs> Truly, yeah. Uh, so, again, we're talking about, you know, the NFC now that Brady's retired. If Rodgers goes to the NF- uh, to the AFC, and then with the news yesterday, Sean Payton, in theory, could have waited another year. Uh, he could have had his pick of any job for the most part. And the Broncos now, they had to you know give up that much for him. Did you think they overpaid for that guy? The combination here now of how many picks they gave up for Wilson and Peyton in back-to-back years. Yeah, I don't. I just think he's going into a tough situation, and you're and you're tethered to a quarterback that just looks awful now. And I I compare that. Who's in the worst spot right now? The Rams or the Broncos? I don't know. Both of them, the cupboards are bare. They don't have any draft picks. Uh, so Rams. You can if you yeah. can fix Wilson, you're you're back in business. It's a big if, Paul. I, yeah, I understand. That's, that's why you're if. paying him twenty million. But he goes he goes to the Walton money, yeah. and I think that's a factor too in knowing that, that that they can spend. Yeah, the reports are between seventeen and twenty yeah. million dollars just for him. So it sounds to me like you're in the camp of uh, Wilson might be toast. Like one year for you in Denver might be enough to show that uh, he's lost it. Well, he he did look. He's not the quarterback he was in Seattle. He shied away from contact. He, he was not embraced by his team. How do you fix that? How do you fix the, the dissension within the team? This guy who seems to be so out of touch with reality. You win. Yeah. Well, you got to start winning games. I think their defense played better than they thought it was going to play this year. They couldn't yeah. score any points. I mean, they were all-time yeah. anemic on offense. Yeah. What was it, 11 games? Uh, they, 11 games. They scored 16 or fewer. Think yeah. about that. They, they lost nine one-score games. Huh. Wasted a great defense. I, I think I think the they Christmas did. Day game. They just you saw they that quit. on the side. They, oh, they tapped quit. out. They yeah. didn't they want quit. to be there. They quit. Yeah, yeah. They totally quit. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but this too. You know this. I mean, come on. We go Vance Joseph, Fangio, Hackett to now Peyton. I mean, this, things are finally that right there. That's got to be a couple wins right there. But just the the big difference in Hackett 
in well, over they, his they head. They said Hackett, Hackett signs with the Jets. I mean, did they think that they're going to make the 40-second play clock 50 seconds? The guy could never get the play in before six. That's right. All the time. They were all the time had delay of game. He couldn't get the play in. Now he's going to be able to get it in faster. If you go back to week one, the Monday night game, <laughs> oh, it, was a, it was a massive issue. It was one of my, that was yeah. what, number one the first week was the, 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 that game on both sides of the ball was so terrible. And all the mistakes they made, what were they, inside the five-yard line four yeah. times? You know, looking using him as the example, sometimes all it takes is one game. I think most of us probably knew at that point, this guy, oh boy. And the reaction was, well, maybe it'll correct itself. It didn't. It got worse. Monday night and then the Thursday night, right? With the Colts game? Yeah. No start, touchdown? Start with the Seattle <laughs> Seattle game. I didn't know what to do. I'm trying the field goal, right? <laughs> and then it carried over to Thursday night. He's just like, this is a debacle. It's a mitigated disaster. And yet, yet you knew right then and there. Oh, yeah. He's not, he can't do this. He's in over his head. Way over his head, yeah. Uh -huh. Some guys that are like, take it a second interview. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> I, I compared, but I compared this. <laughs> My comparison here was uh, what Jacksonville did this year. Because I think Hackett to... Urban Meyer is a fair comparison. I think it was that bad. And so they go from Urban Meyer to Doug Peterson. Now they're going to go from Nathaniel Hackett to Sean Payton. But I think Hackett was just in over his head. I think Urban Meyer... Um, I think Meyer was there, worse. There were some, yes, bad there guy. were some other issues there with yeah. the, the treatment of players and the, yeah. the culture. Okay. Here, here's what's coming up in the final hour. Uh, more on Brady with Greg Allman. He covers the NFC South for Fox Sports. That division uh, next year, you want to talk about a Houndsback breakfast, Paulie? Yeah. The quarterbacks, the teams in the South next year, Mike's going to give us a breakdown on what to look for betting the NHL post-All-Star break. And up next, the biggest gaffes of the previous week in no hyperbole, $10 million mistakes were made. What were they? Find out coming up here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. 
I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on v We dance one more time. Super Bowl, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, great house specials, over 300 ways already to bet the Super Bowl. And you can win up to 10000 in bonus money by playing their exclusive Bet Rivers Squares. Place $10 or more in qualifying bets. You get a square on the house. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Go to BetRiversSquares.com. Here we go. No bias. You will respect my authority. No pulled punches. Your wife cheated on you because you lost sight of who you are as a man, as a husband. No agenda. There is no fear in this dojo. This is no hyperbole. This is the best part of the week. Here's the maestro, Mike Baum. All right, let's start out with the preface of there were too many mistakes by the referees in the championship games on Sunday to go through this list. There'd been more than five. So we went around that. Number five, Kodak moments. It's Saturday night in the Garden, and the Lakers and the Celtics are tied at 105. Lakers ball. LeBron drives to the basket, attempts a left-hand layup, clearly gets raked across the arm by Jason Tatum. No foul is called. The game goes to overtime. The Celtics win. LeBron's reaction was quite priceless. Writhing on the ground, laying there as if his family had been had, had been taken hostage. I mean, it was it was so over the top. And then we had the irritant Patrick Beverly, who brought the camera, <laughs> the camera onto the court to show Eric Lewis evidence that they missed the call. Uh, everything about this is very hilarious. The reaction of the NBA officials union is even more ridiculous than LeBron's, saying this was gut-wrenching for them and there would be many sleepless nights thinking about it. Let's move on and get over it. Yes, it was a blown call. Yes, it decided the outcome of the game. And a big money line for the people that had the money line. Switched a lot in the books here. Oh. But this wasn't the end of the world here, folks. So the wringing of hands is a little over the top. <laughs> Number four, words 
speak louder than actions. Halfway through the season, Jim Ursay fired Frank Reich and promoted longtime Colts center and all pro pro bowler Jeff Saturday to the position of head coach. Now, Ursay has, lim- has narrowed the field of candidates for the permanent position to seven and has granted Jeff Saturday a second interview. What exactly is Ursay going to ask Saturday in this interview? How would you manage a two-minute drive down seven <laughs> as you did against the Steelers on a Monday night game where Saturday didn't use any timeouts till they were inside of 10 <laughs> seconds? What would your strategy be, Jeff, if you led 33 to nothing at halftime on the road? Well, maybe we saw evidence of that on Christmas Eve when they blew the biggest lead in the history of the NFL to the Vikings. Or how would you coach against a team that needs to lose in Week 18 to get the number one pick in the draft? Ah, but we did see evidence of that against the Houston Texans. What is the purpose of a second interview with Jeff Saturday? I surely don't know. All right, number three, the passing of Packer. Billy Packer passed at 82 years old last Thursday. He called 34 straight Final Fours between ABC and CBS from 1975 to 2008. He was, I thought, a part of the best college basketball booth, if you want to say it, when he teamed for four years on ABC with Dick Emberg and Al McGuire. Then when CBS got the contract for the NCAA tournament, he moved to CBS and partnered with Gary Bender and then Jim Nance. Billy Packer was the guy who called it as he was. I compare him more to a a Joe Morgan or a Howard Cosell. He wasn't afraid of unpopular opinions, which has seemed to disappear in this day and age. At one time, he was partnered with our own Brent Musburger, and they called a very memorable game on St. Patrick's Day in 1990, the second round of the NCAA tournament in Austin, Texas, when the number one seed overall for the tournament, Oklahoma, took on North Carolina, the eighth seed. Carolina beat them on the last second layup by Rick Fosk. On Sunday morning, here on Countdown to Kickoff, I asked our own Brent Musburger, his thoughts on Billy Packer. I'm so glad you asked me. Yeah. He was one of the special guys that I worked with. And when CBS got the NCAA basketball tournament from NBC, one of the first calls I got was from Billy Packer. And he said, Brent, could you possibly mention me to the head of CBS? I'd love to come over and do some. And I was the host, and I wasn't even the play-by-play guy, but I went to Van Gordon's and I said, Van, I've listened to Billy Packer. Probably the best recommendation I ever made in my life to hire somebody. And, uh, and CBS did. And, and the rest is history. One quick note about Billy Packer. He is the only guy, the only guy that I worked with who preferred public transportation to limousines, okay? <laughs> he loved Madison Square Garden because he could catch a subway. Well, it was safe back in those days. So he'd take the subway to the games. You know what I mean? Well, the rest of us were waiting for a limo and playing like we were the big man on campus or something. That was, oh, Billy Packer, we'll miss you, my man. Indeed we will. Mm-hmm. Condolences to the Packer family. Number two, nonverbal communication. Let's go back to the opening drive of the Eagles and 49ers NFC Championship game. Facing fourth and three from the San Francisco 35, Nick Sirianni decided to go for it. Jalen Hurts was flushed to the left, threw a pass down the sideline to Devonta Smith. A tremendous one-handed catch, or was it? Replays clearly showed the ball hitting the ground. Now, immediately Smith gets up, and starts smashing his knuckles together, signaling the Eagles to hurry up for the next play. I don't know, but in the context, you would think that Kyle Shanahan would consider the player knew whether he caught the ball or not in challenges. Shanahan would go on to say the only replay he saw was on the scoreboard, and there wasn't clear evidence that it wasn't a catch. 
The Eagles throw an incomplete pass and then score a touchdown to take control of that game. I get it, and it's a smart play by the Eagles. But when a player does that, I'll bet you 95% of the time you're right. And it's a key play because now San Francisco gets the ball on their own 35 in a scoreless game. I know there were many things that went against them, and they ended up without a quarterback. But in that spot, you have to take a shot with the challenge. Unlike Andy Reid, who clearly made a horrible challenge early in the game, the AFC Championship game. And then number one, balancing checkbooks. Brian Kelly signed with LSU a 10-year contract to pay $95 million. Now, his base salary is only $400,000, but it's laden with incentives, including guaranteeing an $8.6 million payday his first year. Such as, if they're bowl eligible, he gets an extra $500,000 a year. Now, an audit by the state of Louisiana found that from May to November of last year, they were actually double-paying Brian Kelly. Over a million dollars overpaid he was. Initially in his deal with him, they paid Brian Kelly directly. But then the terms of it changed to them paying his LLC in May. But when they started paying his LLC, they also continued to pay Brian Kelly. Now, I don't know if Brian Kelly balanced his own checkbooks. And I don't know how many of us, if we were overpaid a million dollars, wouldn't have noticed it. But they've reached a deal with Brian Kelly to repay the money. Does he have to give the money back? Does he have to write the state a check? No. They will simply reduce his salary until it's paid back. By the end of 2023. And that, folks, is no hyperbole this week. Very good. Yeah. M- like the- Musburger and Packer, that's an all-time combo. Great. Called a lot yeah. of great games. There. I bear- Gary Bender is a forgotten figure. Love Gary Bender. Right? He was, uh, last night he was calling some Suns games. He was the Suns play-by-play guy. That's part of my Dean Smith story. When I met Dean Smith, it was Gary Bender and Joe B. Hall that were oh. called. That's the same year. 1990 when Carolina beats them. That was a team that lost 11 games. It was Dean Smith's worst team um, uh, that made it as an eight seed, but they lost at Iowa that year. But that, that's where I met him in Iowa City that same year. Packer was really good because he didn't care. And every every team thought he was biased against them, which I think is a good thing, right? Right, right. He didn't favor a Duke or a Carolina or a Kansas or an Indiana. He wasn't this, you know, rah-rah cheerleader like Dick Vitale. Not that anything's wrong with that or guys like that, but... Uh, they missed that because it's, it became so very bland after he left. The number one rule with uh, officiating is stay out of the way mm-hmm. in a big game. Why do you think it's so bad? Why, why did they have such a bad week? I, I, think they have ba- I think they have trouble. Why have all-star crews in football? These crews work together with eight guys. Why are they picking different guys from different crews? I know they grade them out. I think in the NFL, you just you grade a crew and that crew moves through. It's a little different in major. Four umpires, I umpired a lot of games. You can work together. It's the same mechanics. You don't... But these guys, when you're looking at so many different things, I, I think it suffers. I know some people say make them full-time. Well, what I mean, they spend three days a week with it. They study film. I know they all have their own professions, but obviously this is their focus. Hussey, you know, Hussey's runs some charitable organization for dogs called Cuddly. I didn't know that uh, uh, about Hussey. And then Torbert's a lawyer. Um you got to be concerned about the Super Bowl. Well, I, we, we were concerned you about were. the Super Bowl before the debacle on Sunday. Yeah. And how is Bill Vinovich not involved in the last three games? Yeah. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. The greatest thing that happened for the crew that did the Eagles game was the, what happened later in the afternoon. They were, they were one-upped by the crew that did the Kansas City game. Yeah. What do you think of the intentional grounding call on Burrow? Well, I thought it was bad because there's a receiver four yards straight in front of right him. Right there. And then they said, well, it didn't get to the line of scrimmage. Neither did Mahomes pass on the last drive. 
get to the line. Of, you could have called that intentional grounding. It was very inconsistent. Oh, they missed a lot rough, of holding. Rough the, in the pass. How, how about that? Yeah, terrible. They didn't call they didn't it on Burrow there. To, right. That would have given him a first. Well, they did convert the third and, they and had, 12 yeah, or whatever. He did, he did. How about the how about the, the, the blatant block in the back on the punt return that got him in field into good position? The last call, I think you have to make it. Yeah, I know do. they say, he's not oh, it's too way. big. You're giving him. Nah, he's he's, he's step out, a step yeah. and a half out of bounds. You, know, you have though, to call that. Yeah. I, I'm glad Bengals fans were tweeting this out. There was a play in the game where Mixon, he was probably three yards out of bounds at the two-yard line. Yeah. Casey defender hit him. No call. It was blatant, and it was obviously uh, a late hit. Nothing. I think he could go back in that Kansas City game and probably find eight egregious calls in doing it, and probably four or five in the San Francisco game. The, the, the roughing the punter was one of the worst calls I saw all year. Yeah. What's next for Tampa Bay? They are $55 million over the salary cap right now. Oh. <laughs> Brady retired. We'll talk to Greg Allman, who covers his team, coming up next. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Big game means big plans for VEASAN. We'll be in the middle of all the action broadcasting live from Radio Row in Phoenix with athletes and celebrity interviews. We'll be breaking down the game with all the props. Don't want to miss the coverage. Follow the money. Lombardi line. VEASAN final countdown. VEASAN prime time all live from Radio Row starting next week. For betting splits, expert picks, and big game props, head to VEASAN.com. Uh, Greg Almond. Uh, covers the NFC South for Fox Sports. He'll join us here in a couple of minutes to give uh, us some perspective on Tom Brady retiring today. Uh, you guys brought something up about Tony Romo and the comparison between Drexler and, and um, Jordan. Great tweet from Jamie. He said it was absolutely a thing. Remember, Jordan only had one title at the time, and that's what Jordan fed off of, and he had six threes. In the, that was a shrug game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I completely disagree. But, uh, well, it doesn't. No, I, I don't think there was. Any it wasn't a thing, is what you're saying. Yeah, with certainty. Right. Right. No. No. Right. No. Paul, I'm, here to, I'm here no. to tell you. I remember that it was a thing. Michael it, Jordan and Drexler in the he, same discussion. Paul, he had one championship. Yeah, but he was still that mean. He's still the best player. It doesn't. People were absolutely making the case back in 1992, like people were making the case. You can disagree all you want. People would have said Burrow's better than Mahomes if the Bengals won that game, and they'd be idiotic for saying that. I remember it happening. I don't recall that. I do. I don't. I just think it was Michael Jordan and you know, even like Magic, and no one was close to that. That was in your face, That's Clyde. That. How does well, that taste? Well, what had yeah. Drexler done well, at they, that the, point? The, the, no, it was the, a nice team, but it was the, well, the, the, yeah, the Blazers yeah. won a bunch of games. That was yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. Huh. Porter and Duckworth. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Who's the best quarterback yep. in the NFC South next year? <laughs> James Winston. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. New Orleans doesn't think he is, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. That's yeah. sure. Is it Andy Dalton? Bite? What are they going to do? What's that whole division going to do? My God. You're right, too, about Murray. going to. They're oh, rebuilding oh, in stop, Arizona. Stop well, I'm, I'm not saying he is, but to go back to the Mur- about yeah. what Arizona's doing, too. Well, I, well they're going to trade Hopkins. They're going to have a new coach, and that's a rebuild. Obviously, also, we're saying yeah. if Rodgers is, is not in the Right, that's right. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, Greg Allman joins us uh, now, covers the NFC South for Fox Sports. Greg, thanks for the time here in a pinch. We appreciate that. Can, what, can you explain, Brady went to Tampa in his first year, won a Super Bowl, played there for three years overall, obviously. But overall, in the grand scheme of Tampa Bay athletes, like where does he rank after winning that Super Bowl in year one? Oh, 
Well, I mean, he's right up there. It's only three years, like you said. But, I mean, in terms of guys who were here, I mean, not necessarily what he did here, but in terms of who he is, you know, Tom Brady's going to be at the top of a lot of lists if he stops somewhere. So, yeah, I mean, you've got, you know, Tampa Bay, especially the Bucs, I mean, not a ton of history. It's mostly defensive guys. You know, talk about Warren Sapp, Derek Brooks, Leroy Selman, John Lynch, guys like that. Uh, but for the most part, I mean, you've got a, a rare blip of great success, you know, leading up to that Super Bowl in 02. And not a whole else to hang your hat on. Uh, so anytime you can add a, a championship and have one of the best ever come in for a cameo like this, it's, it's going to change the franchise. Did you see this coming? Yeah, I mean, he retired last year. You know, I mean, it's one of those where you can't be too surprised. Um, he's 45 years old. So, I mean, I think there was definitely the, you know, you still saw him not playing at his same high level he did the last two years before that. But he still threw for 4,000 yards and 25 touchdowns. I think he could play more if he wanted to. That's never been really the question with him. It's just, you know, whether it's best for him, whether he wants to keep going. And I, it seemed like, um, you know, the way he handled himself at his last postgame presser, that definitely seemed like somebody who was at least prepared for the idea that that was it. Yes, even thanking the media. Good point. How real were the differences with the coaching staff, with Arians, Leftwich, and then Bowles? Uh, not too much. I mean, Arians is certainly an offensive-minded guy. And somebody who's you know involved and and a big part of that offense, so you lose him and it does change things. Uh, but no, I mean I think you know I think part of it is that the offensive line changed in front of him, and they just kind of got uh, you know put him in a position where he felt like he had to be a lot safer in terms of self-preservation and stuff like that. So he didn't have the the same downfield passing, the same waiting for plays to develop that they were able to have his first two years. You know when they had so much success throwing the ball down the field. Do you have any idea, like, how much life the divorce sucked out of him and played in this decision? Um, I mean, in terms of, like, quantifying it, no. But, I mean, I think it's hard for anybody. I mean, we saw, you know, from the start of this season. I mean, he had to step away for, you know, 11 days, uh-huh. little training camp. That's certainly not mm-hmm. his norm. He's not a guy that takes days off for anything. So, I think anybody that's been through that can tell you how, uh, you know, wholly taxing that can be on every part of your life. Um, you know, I think family is a big part of what's important to him. So to have that thrown upside down in the middle of a football season and all the demands that come with that, you know, certainly wasn't easy. And, and you saw that in him for you know a big part of the season. So how do they pick this up now moving forward, Greg? And I'm looking at the salary cap. They are currently $55 million over that number. Things will change later on in the calendar year once his retirement is official. But uh, how, how do they get closer to uh, you know, having a better number there in the books, and what do they? What do you think they do at quarterback next year? Yeah, I mean, just Brady retiring helps with that. That that should free up about twenty four million that gets shifted down the road to, to twenty twenty four. So I mean, that's that's not quite half, but that's a big chunk of why they're over already. They're going to have to do some restructuring. They're going to have to make some difficult cuts, um, and, but they'll get there. They've done this before. I mean, at, at quarterback, um, I think you'll see them sign some kind of veteran. Um, not anything as big as Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr or anything that exciting, but just somebody who's, who's more proven to compete with uh, the guy they have coming back in Kyle Trask, who's a second-round pick from two years ago, mm-hmm. um, and it's someone they like, but someone who's really barely played, and, and they can't really know who he is just yet because he really hasn't played but one quarter in his career. Greg, along with covering the, the Buccaneers, you've covered this division very closely for years. Speaking of quarterbacks, can you say with any amount of certainty who the starting quarterback will be on any of the other three teams in the division come fall? 
No, absolutely <laughs> not. No, they're, they're literally all four. I mean, you would almost say the closest thing to an established starter might be Desmond Ritter in Atlanta, who has like four oh, starters. Oh, man. I mean, New Orleans, New Orleans, Dalton is a free agent. Winston is unlikely to come back on the contract he's on, so they could be starting from scratch. Carolina, I mean, has Matt Corral as a third-round pick, but again, Sam Darnold's a free agent. P.J. Walker's a free agent. Mariota's almost certainly to be cut in, in Atlanta. Yeah. So, no, this, this is an upheaval. This is, is as much quarterback change as you can have in a in a division is what they'll have here in the next two months in the NFC's out. Yeah. And that's, you know, trying to like figure out the best team in this division and ranking like the pecking order, Greg, that's what it's going to yeah. come down to. Which team signs the best quarterback? Right. I mean, literally first and fourth place in the NFC South was one game. I mean, the Bucks won it at eight and nine. Everybody else was seven and 10. Um, so the, you, you start with that little margin of error. And then, you know, I mean, the Falcons, honestly, are in a great position. The Falcons have like 55 million under the cap, opposite of the box. They have a number eight pick overall. Um, they're definitely in a position to add the most talent. You just don't know how well that'll translate to, to improvement in the standing. You can follow Greg on Twitter. He is at Greg Alman. He covers the NFC South for Fox Sports, has for many, many years in that area. Greg, thanks so much in a pinch uh, this morning for joining the show. We really appreciate that. Oh, no problem. You guys take care. Yep. Great job. Good point, too, about Trask. I mean, you have him there. You got to see what he can do. Has been given the opportunity. Second round pick. Yeah. So I think so. I mean, oh, boy. But he, is... he, I'll tell you who has leverage Las Vegas. You, you, you might have to make a trade for Carr now. Well, you look, look what you're dealing with here. I mean, suddenly, I don't like the guy at all, but suddenly, with the other options out yeah. there, the Raiders might have some leverage. You might have to try to make a trade, and then maybe this could be a landing spot for uh, Garoppolo, too. Yeah. Who knows? But again, if I'm Lamar Jackson, number one, if I'm Baltimore, I'd take the three number ones if I can get it. Oh, you if you can to. get that. I mean, if you my can God. get it. Well, if the Jets are going to give up two number ones for Rodgers, well, come we'll on. See. We'll see. But that, okay. But th- if, I'm, if I'm Lamar Jackson and they showed it, I, I, I'm looking right at that division. Get out of the AFC and go to that division. See, Atlanta or Carolina. The Saints don't have the pick. Now they have a first-round pick because of the yep. deal yesterday. Yeah. I think the Saints would be a great spot for Lamar Jackson. I don't know if they can make that work. Uh, I'll look weapons. right now. You have weapons. They're actually they're, they're the worst team in the league over the cap. They're $60 million over the cap. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, that, a, a quarterback to go to New Orleans, if they get a decent— if Derek Carr went to New Orleans, they're the favorites to win that division. They, they're probably the favorites right now with okay. no changes, okay. right? With the status quo, I would think they'd be the favorites because of the defense. That sounds fair. Um, it, it's an interesting spot. Yeah, where's Garoppolo going to be, too, in this mix? And would you rather have Carr or Garoppolo? I take Won't Jim. cost you as much. Yeah, I they're, take Jimmy. They're probably close, wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't you say? Yeah. Uh, this is a text from uh, John Goulet, program director here at VEASAN. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, yeah, I'm right about Jordan. He talked about it on the last dance. So that was a thing. That Drexler was in – Michael P- Jordan P- was a god. That the narrative right. around it was if, – if, if Portland wins. Yes, that the, the baton's going to be handed from, and Drexler's now like right there with Jordan. They had a family feud category with Steve Harvey. Top eight answers on the board. Who's the greatest basketball player of all time? They didn't, they didn't get to Drexler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't believe it. Uh, Kareem was fourth. Yeah, Kareem fourth. was fourth. Kareem was fourth. Okay, I bet they did. And they didn't get it. We'll, we'll get into <laughs> we'll get into betting strategy because it changes after the All Star break coming up.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. 
bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. Nope. Five to one. Nope. Ten to one. You're right. All right. Giddy up. Let's go. Wizards on the road tonight. They're hot. They've won six in a row. And Detroit, big disappointment this year. The three of us could go for 15 against uh, Detroit at least. <laughs> Matador defense. And uh, I think the Wizards stay hot and get the cover on the road. That's the new play and the pending. And yeah, We can get crazy with this. Let's get nuts, folks, right? You got the uh, doink, crossbar, upright prop. And how about Miss P? You can, you can win two bets with one kick. Missed extra point is plus 355. Then, but you can go with the uh, doink that also can cash at plus 475 or, or higher than that in some spots. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have anything pending, nope. do I? No. Okay, we're good. We'll move on. I, I had a loser last night. K-State was a loser. In Pocket, presented yep. by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern. BetRivers.com. You can find these picks with every pick mentioned by every host and guest on our shows at vsin.com slash picks. Saw the tweet from Derek Stevens, and you tweeted as well. Uh, two hours of filming for, what was it, 11 seconds of airtime? But... And they said it would probably be five to seven seconds, but we got a little extra airtime. Look, these squares were always so popular. Yes, the squares. At our parties, and the first one we did was in 2012 after Derek took over. I used to run three boards, be me and one other person, a $25, a $50, and a $100 board. So people would come up, I want that board, two here, 200 this and that. We're writing names, collecting money, paying it all. I mean, you know, it was chaotic because you had an hour once the doors opened to fill up those 300 squares. So it's so much better now that we've converted this to where it's an actual wager. Yes. And you can go on your phone, you go up to the counter, and you pick your own. You know, you used to pick, I want bright corner there, and then we draw the cards, and you might get 5-9. Now you bet it, and the odds, and you know what the odds are, right? And they move as people bet it. So we wanted to do a little video to show what's the difference was between that was then, this is now. Here you go. I got two quarters. We got two quarters on the side over here. Those were wild times. Betting squares for the big game has come a long way. Now with the Circus Sports app, you can select your circus squares right at your fingertips. Everyone's played traditional squares in a big game watch party. Here at Circus Sports, we do it a whole lot bigger and a whole lot better. Select your own squares and as many as you want. There's a $1 minimum bet and a $100,000 maximum payout. Choose different squares for each quarter. Each square has its own odds. And best of all, no more arguing over the squares. Circus Square is brought to you by Circus Sports, the world's largest sports book at your fingertips. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircusSports.com for details. Well done. I it, like it. It was, fu- it was fun. Why do you have a Bills jersey on? Well, that's, that's what I used to wear back in the day. C.J. Spiller. Okay. I, I always liked those Clemson guys before, before we even knew about name, image, and likeness. And, and the squares <laughs> are like the most popular thing that you guys oh, offer? Oh, God. It just oh. keeps getting better every year. Really? People, they, well, because you can bet a dollar, too. And yeah. Right. yeah. The long shots, 5,000 to 1 and all this stuff. I remember this as a kid we would do this yeah. in Minnesota. Of course. Got, I mean, everyone did Super Bowl squares and, you know, scoop the pot and you get a zero or something. Right. I right? hit the final in that Rams-Titans with one yard. He had a tackle. Yeah. I hit that. I was in a, in a, in a restaurant. It was a $200 square. I mean, it was a big deal back then. Yep. Right, absolutely. Yeah, okay. We, so, we, uh, yep, go ahead. we miss you next week because we're in Phoenix. But a couple of years ago, you cashed a big ticket on this. How can we approach this with the break and teams coming off the rest in hockey? I hit the 18-round round. Here's the thing. So they have the break, and then they come back Monday. Bet the team that has a game under their belt off the break against a team playing their first game. 
this system, I, I'd have to go back and look. It's got to be over 75%. It was it was at 1.81 last year, too. So you can go back and look, though. Doesn't matter if they won or lost their first game. They they got their legs back in playing after you know taking four or five days off. Very important. And you hit an eight-team round robin a couple years ago. Yeah. Every game came in? I think it was on February 1st, three years ago, that I hit it. And you did, it like, fours a, and fives? Or what did you do? I did all the fives and, and, the, and the eight. And That's all the fives how I and the eight? It. And the eight. <laughs> and it, it, yeah. Paid how much? 102, I believe it was the, was the kid. Now, I hedged off a little bit, right? I hedged off about not that much because the last game got out to a 2 nothing lead in the first five minutes. So, Whoa. But I did hedge off in the second. It staggered out over the course of a day with a 10 a.m. game and all this so that there were uh, there was a 7 all and a 7.30. same day, really? It was all same, in the same wow. day. It, it, was a, it, it was a Saturday. Now, is that is that common? Is that typical that you're going to get that many games on one day again like this might year? Not, you might not because it's a little different now the way they, they do it. But we can look ahead and maybe I can put out a tweet of all the situations that's going to happen next great. week. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah, Thank you. Okay. We, we mentioned this earlier. <laughs> what sports moments that occurred pre-Twitter would cause chaos on the app if it existed at that time? I had Bronco Chase. I had uh, the World Series 89 earthquake. Mitch had the Gibson home run. Mitch had Magic announces he has HIV. Uh, what was the other? Um, uh, Tyson biting Holyfield's Tyson, ear. Bite, bite night was very good. Yes. How about this? How about number two? 1973, Fritz Peterson and, and Mike Kekic announced they're swapping wives and families at <laughs> press conference. Imagine that. And then you got you got Buckner on there, Barb, and his other games as well. And the, the reaction was fantastic with Immaculate Reception, uh, uh, Trip uh, Tepper. Fan Man. Trip Tepper, yes. Trump to saw who's a huge uh, podcast uh, a Gil's podcast fan and fan of Gil uh, and c- constant contributor here with the, the, the 72 men's basketball and the robbery against the Soviet Union. Henry yeah. I, I Excellent. didn't have it. I had honorable mention on my list of both of those Gibson and Buckner. Yes. Yeah. Remember the Gibson was a late Saturday night when it happened. Game one of the world series. Anyhow, here's my top five. Number five, 1993 Thanksgiving day. Leon Lutt goes after the, the blocked field goal to end the game. Slides in the oh. snow in Dallas and Miami kicks oh. the field goal on the last play of the game. Just because of all the conspiracy theorists now. Um, number four, I believe, on my list. Um, Lawrence Taylor breaks Joe Theismann's leg on Monday Night Football. Remember that? Snapped oh, it right on. Wow, that that was yeah. We'd be seeing yep. that a million times. There'd be yep. 50 million views on Twitter of that. Number three, 2001 divisional playoff, the tuck rule. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Changed the game. They fumbled. The Raiders are winning the game. People would lose their money. They did then. Yes. Imagine today. Created a rule out of it. Oh, no, his hand was. Yeah, yeah, sure. Number two, the whole Tanya Hardy, Tanya Hardy, Nancy Has to be up on the list. Huh? I mean, he asked me earlier, was it a big story? I got home that night from school, yeah. 1994. Yeah, I mean, no, in, in terms of like with, with what we're talking about, I'm saying, yeah. yeah. I think it, the, I mean, the Olympics, it, I think, is the reason why. Like anything yeah. involving the Olympics like that would take off as a, as a monster. Yeah. Yeah. And then the whole, obviously, number one is the whole OJ episode. The trial. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The oh, trial. It, yeah. Oh, my God. The trial. You know, we didn't have Twitter then, right? Good the point trial. The my trial. father had just retired. It's This trial went for a year. Yes. He would sit there every day. He became obsessed with this. And watch all day long to try. I mean, there was always breaks and all this. Every witness. But then every night when we were home, we'd have to watch Larry King live to hear Jerry Spence's take on what happened that day. He became, and then, and then with the verdict, he was just oh. out of his mind. How do you put it in perspective for people? I mean, this was the biggest thing for oh, he's run for, for two years. Oh, I yeah. watched every day too. Yeah. 
Johnny Cochran and the defense team. SNL would do a skit on it every F. week. Lee Bailey. The glove doesn't the, the, fit. Yep. Oh, Furman. what are you doing? Marcia where did they come Clark? up with these characters? I know. Kato Kalen. Can you think of Judge yeah. Lance Ito? Yep. <laughs> Leno did it every night. But the, the night of the chase, if that happened today, oh. was social media. Well, that was they did that 30 for 30 of all the four things that were going on yeah. that night, yeah. June, whatever it was. I was, how about this? I was right out of high school. I was an assistant to the local butcher at the grocery store. And we would listen to it on the radio every single day, the coverage of what happened that day. And oh, in the butcher shop. The whole, the whole, in, the whole, in the butcher shop. Yeah. We had to shut down like that day the verdict. Shut up! We got to crank yeah. it up right now and find out what's going to happen. And there you go, not guilty. Uh-huh. They 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 cut away from an NBA Finals with the Knicks to go to this to, to, to watch the from the helicopter. Yeah, of the, I know of the yeah. slow speed chase. Yeah, <laughs> the white Bronco. Who was that? The, 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 the reporter was a guy, and then transitioned to a woman. You got that yeah. angle too, Bob. What I don't know what his name was. No, oh, I, I miss my calling. By the way, I can really dress a deer. No time. <laughs> By the way, Tom Brady might break the internet today. He's got two uh, uh, more than a million likes already on Instagram, and uh, you know, sixty thousand retweets already with the video. Yeah. Any chance that he plays? Not so. I cannot. You can't come back. Make a number. Make make a number. That he comes. I can't post a no, but five hundred to one. Would you take any at five hundred to one? You would. So that's a bad number. It's two fifty to one. I take a little on that. Oh boy, hundred to one. Hey. No, so it's somewhere in between. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a little far, Vince. You never know. Dude, I, we'll Barf. see now. Now now the wait is how long to get to the booth. How about Andrew Brandt? Greg Olson's a star. Brady could be replace Sean Payton. Yeah, in the studio. No, uh, no. I can't see that. For that, that, that amount be of money waste. they're paying. Yes. No. No. Just surrounded like? by eight other guys, you get one word in. Yep. Uh, it was all one-way action on Sunday night. Everything was Philadelphia money. Yeah. And then it came back a little bit this week. We well, well we're, uh, you have to understand the number we made, the two and a half Chiefs. Right, right. We have a huge variance in the future book liability. Okay. One one is almost an eight figure winner or seven figure winner, and the and the other one is is an eight figure loser. So oh, I mean geez. that's why okay. we shaded, but the market uh, right away. Okay. What was it? Five minutes? It moved at yeah. five points. Okay. Who do you like in the game? I like Philadelphia. Do you like Philadelphia? Okay. Um, Great job. By, by the way, with the Brady retirement today, we're going to cover this all day long in this network on VSIN. Uh, Gil's up next on the numbers game. We'll do it from a betting perspective here all day long. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time and range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. 
In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.